I must confess, I've been thinking about you all week and your 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 week at Uncle Tony Nadal's uh, camp, and talking about uh, Shapovalov has has a chance to become number one. He was magnificent in in some periods. He was brilliant in Paris. But before we talk about him, I want to talk about uh, the person that you've just written a book about, Bianca Andrescu. I'm getting I'm getting glimpses of Ronich here with all the injuries with her. I think it's I think it's a it's a different dynamic because Ronich was not you know he, he started getting injured mostly when he started getting up to the top level and 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 his body is really found it tough to you know, tough to play at that level and stay healthy. The thing with Andrescu is she's been injured since she was like 14 or whatever. She's constantly been injured. And, uh, and so really her, and, and that was always, you know, my, my thought is everybody is just as usual, hyping her up to the stars and this and that or whatever. And look, she's a really, really great player, but this is going to be the key for her. She, she has to figure out a way to stay healthy longer because this year is going to be a big year coming up and a great opportunity for her because she missed basically the clay court and the grass court seasons that she can make that up. But, but she's also going to have to play a full year to do it. So it's going to be very interesting to see what, if anything, they can do. What, what can they do? Well, I don't know. You know, she, certain body types are, are, it's more of a struggle. And certainly the, the players who are, who are not, I wouldn't say bottom heavy, but heavier in the legs with really strong legs, really find that a lot of lower body injuries happening. Can she get maybe a little bit lighter, a little bit fitter? Maybe, but she's, she's fine exactly the way she is. It's, um, you know, I think that they're doing everything they possibly can. They've got a full-time kinesiologist, physio traveling with her. She's certainly working as hard as anybody. Uh, you know, every, every athlete sort of has their Achilles heel a little bit. And, and, um, and in her case, this might be it. I think smarter scheduling a little bit, but they, they've already done that. You know, a lot of it, there's, there's a certain element of luck involved in getting to the top of tennis. And then hopefully she will have, better luck next year it's going to be really really interesting to see okay so it but, but, i mean you say achilles heel it's more like the sword of damocles hanging over her head i mean and and, and funnily enough as you were talking about uh Ronich, you almost you use the past tense almost you know i mean it's it's where does he go it doesn't look like he's ever going to shake the injury bug either it's so hard to tell. I mean, he's another guy who's tried everything. I mean, one year he showed up lighter than I've ever seen him. You know, yeah. he was going to put take less. The body was going to take less pounding. And of, of course, like it seemed like the whole half the ATP tour showed up really, really skinny that year. So I don't even know what was going on there. But, but you know, I, I certainly don't talk about him in the past tense. He's he's still only twenty eight, and um, and he managed to at least come back and play this year. And he's going to have an offseason, hopefully, where he can work hard. I, you know, I, it, it's not like they're the only two who are constantly dealing with injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it's really, it's a, it's, it's, I would say, almost a plague that's a result of a very long season of, of the pounding on the hard courts and the fact that I would say, especially on the women's side, they practice way too much. 
and um, and the and the, the the matches are longer, and just the fact that nobody comes to the net and nobody shortens up points. These matches are grueling, and they're long, and they're hard, and they're really taking a toll on the body. So, so I, I feel as though I think we've just sort of shown even more how how let's say Federer, Djokovic, Nadal, up until you know the last couple of years, have, have been able to stay remarkably healthy. And I don't know what their secrets are or if they're just freaks of nature, but it, it's part of the game. And I'm not sure that there's a whole lot that can be done about it except just hope that, that you catch lightning in a bottle and just have a, a, good, a good year where you can just stay injury-free. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. If I had that secret, you know, I would... I would well, you'd be more than writing books, that's right. I'd, you'd be well, rich. I'd be, lying in, I'd be lying in the Maldives right now. He's <laughs> you know, feeling the sea air walk by me, and that's not the case. So so clearly, you know, and you know, clearly nobody's found that, that solution yet. All right, so uh, before we get to Chapeau-Valoff, see, I pronounced it right for a change. Uh, I've got it written phonetically, Chapeau. Okay. Um, <laughs> what about Felix? Auger Alassim, he he's also injured. He's he, but he's still somehow he, his ranking is number twenty one, Steph in the world. That's amazing. Well, that's that's the trick with this uh, with with the ranking system, which is a fifty two week rolling system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's got some good results in there, like notably when he made the semifinals in Miami. That's a big tournament, and those are big points, and those stay on there for a year. So so you know the ranking. The ranking is what it is, but it doesn't really mean anything until you come back to those tournaments the following okay. year and try to defend them. Uh, so the ranking, the ranking is fine. I mean, he he's had an interesting year in the sense that he started off great, and but we always have to remember with with uh, with with these players that there are layers of it. And this year, this year he played some smaller events, but he was really on the ATP tour full time. He did. He, he moved up to the challenger level, and that's a tough one because the level is just so much higher every single day. The physical toll that it takes against the top players that he's playing every week is significantly elevated. And, and again, he's just turned 19. So I think what happened to him uh, in Vienna was was just sort of a freak thing. He kind of rolled his ankle in the warm up before he was going to play his match. So okay. I don't think that was an injury per se. Hopefully he'll be back for the Davis Cup in a few weeks. But I think it's smart not to push it because I think the the, the the philosophy of the people around him ever since the beginning has been one step at a time. Let's not rush it. We have plenty of time. And that's actually true. Including him. He keeps telling people, hey, slow down. I'm only 18. I just got my driver's license. No, I never. Um, (laughs) You never know what's going to happen to a kid athlete when he gets his driver's license, but he looks like he's serious. Okay, so as as I was saying, I was thinking about Uncle Tony and you in the same same breath. Uh, as I watched uh, Shapovalov, he, I mean, he was up till the final when he was the poor kid. He was so tight uh, on Sunday. But before that, I mean, he creams Zverev, and he, and he, who else did he? Oh, and he beat uh, and 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 Monfils. I mean, he looked fantastic. And Uncle Tony had had told you. This kid could. This guy could be a world number one, and he's finally looking like a world number one right now. And I got to say, as I said to you a couple of weeks ago, you have always said that. Give the kid a chance. He's only twenty. Let's all calm down, shall we? Uh, uh, well, I get excited. I get excited when I watch him play that beautiful tennis that he does. Well, I know, you know, but it, but it, it's um, there's a recency bias to it in that that he's had. 
you know, he certainly looked good the last few weeks. He's won his first ATP Tour title. You know, he gets to the final in Paris. Of course, it was helped by the fact that Nadal well, for sure. in the semis. There's no doubt about that. But here, here's the thing about uh, this time of the year is that we can get excited about, about things happening. And then all of a sudden we realize, oh, right, it's the end of the year. Like, for example, in that Paris tournament two years ago, uh, Jack Sock, the American, That's right. and then qualified for London. I mean, as of today, he has no ranking, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then last year, for example, it was uh, Karen uh, Hatchinoff mm-hmm. who won it. And he, you know, he didn't do that well this year. And so he was number eight in the world. And all of a sudden, he, he drops to number 17. It, it is a time of the year when a lot of bodies are really worn out. And to take nothing away from Shapovalov, he played as Vera the day after he found out that he qualified for London. And Vera fought pretty hard, you know. But, but, but it was, I mean, it was a very good win. Shapovalov played great. And then, as it happens, he, he played Monfils. Crazy thing. All Mofis has to do is win this match, and he qualifies for the year-end finals. Wow, really? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, and he didn't show up. I mean, he was tight as a drum. Yep. Because Mofis is Mofis, but Shapovalov at his very, very best doesn't beat him like two and two. Mm-hmm. So these are, these are opportunities that you take uh, at the end of the year if you're fresh. And Shapovalov is reasonably fresh because he lost a lot of early rounds, uh, you know, through the summer. So this is great. This is the time when you pile that up. And then you ride that ranking the following year uh, to, you know, to better draws and to, to, to more seedings and more tournaments, and it's just great. What he's shown over the last little while is, is just an ability to keep the ball in the court a little bit more. And that's been a gradual thing. And like I said, he's 20. You know, he's a kid. Let's, let's give him some time. I think that it goes against his, his base nature as a competitor. So I think he, fight, he sort of fights with that notion all the time, but you know, the more he does it, the better he's going to get at it. And again, you know, it's um, he's um, he's a he's a true talent. He may always be like a Mofis type in the way that um, just when you think he's just got it nailed and he's just going to go out and do that every week, then he's going to he's going to have off weeks here and there. But as you said, I mean, he's really fun to watch when he's on. Thanks, kiddo. You're welcome.